Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello, passion listeners and watchers. Welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you are in the world right now. Our guest today is Tyler Deal. He died during a mountain bike accident. During his near-death experience, Tyler Deal floated above his body and over the redwood forests. Tyler suffered from severe depression prior to his near-death experience and afterwards he was instantly changed. This is his story and this is his passion. Tyler, welcome to Passion Harvest. I'm so excited to share your experience today. Thank you, Louisa. Thank you for letting me be here and inviting me on your uh, great show. I, I, I love watching the videos that you put out and um, you have wonderful content and a wonderful community here. So thank you. Tyler, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I guess I'd like to start with your profound near-death experience, a little bit of background leading up to it and what you actually experienced when you died. So I was alone. I was going to college. Um, I was doing okay in classes. It wasn't, I wasn't doing great, but I was doing okay. Um, I never felt like I was the person kind of person that could talk to other people. Um, I was very shy and I just, I just felt like nobody was experiencing what I was experiencing until I later found out that, you know, a lot of people do get depressed and, um, and there's that sense of, of feeling very alone within that emotion. So um, over the course of about two years, I started to say it was like a mantra started to repeat. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. And um, I always had a belief in the divinity and the divine and God, whatever anybody's word for that greater source of that greater uh, power is. So I would talk to the divine and say, please take me. I don't, I, I can't stand this, this uh, depression this this pain that it's causing me please take me i don't want to be here anymore and um it became stronger and stronger and then at the end of my second year the last semester was in may and 1997 i was 20 years old and i <clears throat> i just basically said okay i'm done i don't want to be here anymore and about four days later, I would say roughly, give or take, that's when I had my NDE. And it happened in the Redwood Forest. Uh, it was morning time. I was biking in the forest and I took a path that was very familiar to me. It was a bike path and I had several jumps going downhill. And um, I took the last jump, which was also something I knew. But as soon as I had taken that jump, I realized that somebody had tweaked it. They had built it up. They had uh, made it a, practically a vertical jump. And um, it was too late once I hit it though, because I knew 
you know how your muscle memory kind of gets used to certain things when you're doing sports. So my 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 body wasn't used to that. So I when I hit it, I I knew I was I, w- I knew I was going to die or something bad was going to happen. Um, and I didn't have a helmet on. It wasn't something that I I never had a helmet. So as soon as I hit it, I was like, okay, I'm done. I, my body kind of um, froze up, but it didn't really, like I didn't do any, it was, it happened so fast. It wasn't like I could jump off the bike or anything. It just happened so fast. I, I hit the jump, I flew way up. And then I came down on my front tire, my handlebars, um, I rolled, I hit my head and my back hit. And it was like a big thump and that big thump on the ground is basically when I had lost consciousness at that moment. And the next thing I remember, I was uh, not me, not like an astral projection, like my body had taken off, but it was like me as awareness, I guess would be the best way to say it, as consciousness was floating around um, above the redwood trees. they're anywhere, the second generation redwood trees are anywhere from 250 up to 350 feet, um, very tall. And I was in this place of complete peace and um, uh, familiarity. I felt like uh, this was a part of me that just felt very comfortable. And um, I began to experience sensations, but it wasn't, it was like physical sensations that we have here in our bodies, but it was very different and very magnified. So I could, I could see, I could sense the trees. I could see the detail in the trees, the, um, you know, the little bugs, the little dew needles, the, the fog that creates the dew on the tips of the needles. I could hear dogs barking uh, miles away. I could hear birds chirping. Um, so it was, it was hearing them far away, but it was also like they were right there in my ears as well. Um, I could see with my vision, the ocean, which was about 10 miles, five to 10 miles away, but I could also hear the crashing of the waves. Um, I could feel the wind moving through through me as if I was translucent. I could feel, but I could feel the wind moving through me. And um, so I was experiencing this. It, it felt new, but it felt very familiar as well. And I remember looking down at my body, which was there on the on the ground and thinking, okay, well, that's my body, that's me, but that's not the real me. I remember thinking that's, that's the depressed body that had experienced all this suppression of, and depression for so many years. And um, at that moment, it was like comparing that body with my experience. At that moment, I was... Uh, it was like a direct cognition. It wasn't a question. I didn't hear any angels or anybody talking to me. It was this inner knowing that basically created this question that asked, would you like to go further? Like, would you like to go? I don't know. It could have been to heaven or it could have been other realms. 
or would you do you want to go back and that that moment instantly i said i'm not ready to die i'm i i, I don't want to die yet and as soon as i said that i was back in my body on the ground surrounded by the trees um breathing um trying to bring my it's like bringing my spirit back into my body and breathing and having trouble breathing it's almost like you get your breath knocked out of you and you're trying to to create all that oxygen flow again so um and so once there was enough oxygen then i began to feel a tremendous amount of pain throughout my body and it was the neuromuscular um neurological pain it was full body i could feel it everywhere from uh, the tingling to the top of my head all the way down to my toes and it was stabbing electrical throbbing pain and um, i couldn't move i it, it was the only thing i could really do is open my eyes and as my eyes began to open um, i began to have this experience beings were flying around me they were um, kind of like coming in and dive bombing me you can think of almost like um like little damsels that can move all directions they were doing that as well they had wings they had like the two coming up and two coming down some of them were different uh skin colors um some of them had like these these garments on um some of them were naked and uh i didn't hear any english but i heard little giggles and almost like little and and um and then I began to feel the redwood trees like really strong. And I began to hear this vibration, this, uh, this ringing. And it was similar to what the, uh, like a Tibetan singing bowl, but it was, but it was, it had its own, like its own signature, its own consciousness. And the, these trees were sending this, sound these sound tones and with a uh i guess you could say a complementary healing energy with them so i could hear them but i could also just feel it moving throughout my whole body it was like this this wash of of, of energy and so i felt like i was very supported coming back into my body at that moment um and at the same time my attention was then brought back after experiencing this for a while back to the pain back to my breathing my heavy breathing and that's when i had decided to like uh my consciousness to to stop or to just go out like blackout so that was um and there's no sense of how long i was laying on the ground or i was you know floating above the trees the next thing i i remember was I woke up in a hospital. There's a, a community hospital, small little hospital there in town. And I don't remember going in the ambulance or anything like that. And I remember a doctor was there and he was asking me a series of questions. You know, how are you doing? What's your name? I didn't have any memory of who I was, what my name was or anything like that. It started to slowly come back over the days and I had to learn how to be here back on this planet and um, heal myself and try to find ways to be live a happy life again. 
Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing that experience. I know it's really hard to put in words, but you did a really good job. It's, I mean, just my interpretation, it sounds like when you were above the trees that you were almost connected to everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's taken me an, kind of a few years to afterwards to, to recognize that, that really there there was no separation and it felt like like everything knew each other like the the trees knew the ocean knew the birds knew the dogs barking it, it wasn't it it wasn't how you know humans can separate everything in our minds you know how we can do that um it felt like every everything knew we knew itself and it it supported each other that was the feeling because i felt like i was supported there when you were lying when you came back to sort of semi-consciousness and you saw these, I'm just going to describe them as fairies around you. That sounds like an incredible experience. These nature spirits or elementals. Um, were they friendly? Were they what, what were they communicating with you some in some way telepathically? So it wasn't so much a, a telepathic. I think it was um, as far as words are concerned, it was it was telepathic in the sense of energy or joy or um, a feeling of lightness. And that's, that's, that was their main message. It was to bring lightness to a situation that was quite, um, quite hard and heavy. And I know with like children, they, they can, ex they experience elementals. There's, you know, there's kids that I've spoken with and you hear it all the time that kids can connect with fairies is because their hearts are really open mm. and they, they, when your heart's really open, your vision, your inner vision begins to open more. And, um, and that joy, that frequency of the energy of joy is what attracts it. I wasn't in that space of, of joy, um, however. So it was a little bit different than, than one would, might expect, you know, connecting to elementals. I wasn't, and it was in a very hard place, a very traumatic moment in my life right there. But they were still there and they were bringing, they were communicating to me that like, it's okay. And I felt, I felt, I guess you could say love. It was also joy, but it was just bringing lightness to the situation along with the trees coming in and, and communicating in the way that they did as well. Your choice to return uh, to your physical body. Have you ever had doubts about that? I had doubts for many years, specifically as I was dealing with uh, what felt like more depression, what felt like um, not just depression, but anger and resentment and um, confusion about my life's path and where I wanted, what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And um, so I felt like for, for, for many years, I felt like that was dumb why did i come back it was so beautiful up you know where i was and i could have explored more and it took me a while to actually figure out that that part of me that we're all kind of trying to return to that's always there that part that knows everything and is connected to everything um, knew what was best for me and to be on this planet at this time um, was something that i had decided you know, long time ago, and it would be best to, to return and to live out my, <laughs> my life, you know, for however long that seems to be.
Um, you mentioned that your depression continued after your near-death experience, but how was your life profoundly changed after the experience? Maybe not instantly, but um, moving forward. My ability to feel at a very deep level, like I sometimes I can feel like a little ant crawling on a tree and the communication between the tree and the little ant. Um, uh, animals sometimes. Um, I have a couple cats and they will project pictures to me, like if they're ready to eat or if they want some love. Um, also feeling what other people feeling at a very deep level. And that's, it's very interesting because that this, it's almost like that separation that we experience here on earth that has begun to dissolve more and more. So actually whatever I'm experiencing, what I'm perceiving on the outside is actually what's happening on the inside as a molecular experience. So um, if somebody's feeling depressed or something's going on with them, I know there's something within me that needs to be uh, looked at. It's very interesting because you talk about return to wholeness um, and loving self, which is very hard for people. But I just want to quickly ask you, uh, when we experience uh, emotions from others or have negative or po positive experience in our external landscape, what you mentioned I thought was important, that really we need to reflect within ourselves. There's something going on with ourselves. Yeah. So from my understanding, whoever comes into our lives, the experiences that we have, the emotions that we feel, the thoughts that we have, um, those are shared memories. So we have um, shared memories with people. And when we have these shared memories, it's actually we go within to help make a correction within ourselves. It brings us into a place of, of responsibility and harmony. And we're not blaming ourselves, but it's actually bringing balance back into to relationships um, with all, all life because we're always in relationships with you know, people and, and our environment and everything around us. Maybe there's a, um, a marriage or you know, a relationship that's having a really difficult time. The idea of, of, of looking within ourselves and bringing that love to that part that feels hurt or misunderstood or uh, resentment or guilt, whatever that is, and bringing love to that part, then whatever we can do within ourselves to make that correction, to bring that love for ourselves, will, it's just automatic. It does project out and it does change. It does begin to change our environment. It can be challenging, but relationships are in a way a mirror, holding up a mirror to the self. Um, I get this question all the time, and, and you talk about this as well. How do we love ourselves individually more? How do how do self-love? What are your tips for self-love? It's a hard one. Yeah, it is a hard one. And it's an interesting one too, as if like we have a separate part of us to love, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of a dichotomy that those words self-love, like how do we love ourselves? Who's the one loving the other? the self you know so it's i um for me it's a mantra so as soon as something comes up with another person um you know there's a friction with somebody and it can be very difficult um i feel that within myself as something that i need to look at so 
So that's the part that needs to be loved. So how do I do that? For me, it's saying I love you. As simple as that, I love you. And repeating that until I feel it. Wonderful advice and a, a great way to end this episode. Tyler, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. And thank you for sharing your experiences. I know it's hard to put into words, but that you did a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you, Louisa. It's been an honor to be here. Thank yeah, you so much. It's been fun. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.